Being a new mom is hard. We get it. It's easy to feel alone, but we know that's never how God intended it. So we want to welcome you to The Motherhood. If you need professional parenting advice, clinically proven data, or study-based evidence, please let us know where to find it. Because here at The Motherhood, we focus on sharing experiences, offering encouragement and understanding, but most importantly, friendship. We're here to do motherhood together. Hello and welcome back to The Motherhood. I'm Riley. And I'm Bethany. And today, um, if this is the first one you're catching for today, we are actually doing things a little bit different. Mm -hmm. We are uploading three shorter podcasts today. Because we have been telling our birth stories. The baby girls have both officially turned one at Mm -hmm. this point. And so we were kind of going down memory lane with some birth stories. So this is number three in our birth story trifecta today, if you will. (laughs) So if you have not heard the other two, you should definitely give them a listen. Mm -hmm. They are, in my opinion, pretty entertaining. And... um, yeah, I guess without further ado, let's jump into Miss Ayla's birth yes, story. Yes, yes. This one is exciting. <sighs> it is. I think I'm still like, wait, what happened? I with will her? never forget getting the text and the picture you sent. <laughs> Just jump into it. Jump into it. Spoiler alert. I have a baby in my car. <laughs> like literally, we're like, okay, she's kidding. She's kidding. Because if you heard the last podcast... Archer, her first pregnancy, Mm -hmm. was a very fast labor, like six hours or so. And that's, I mean, that's fast for any labor, but especially a A first first. baby. Mm -hmm. So we always joked with Bethany, like, hey, make sure the minute you feel a contraction, you go to the hospital because (laughs) Bethany literally said, I don't want to have a baby in the car. Yeah, literally, because I'm like, things happen very fast the first time. Um, So yes, I feel like I do have to preface a little bit, if you haven't heard Archer's episode, episode or birth story um just a little snippet from that is that my first was a high risk medicated birth I had tried to go natural ended up not going natural getting the epidural for that birth and delivery and everything the epidural was perfect I am still super proud of what I did and everything but all along even with my first labor and delivery and pregnancy I truly just wanted to go unmedicated because I wanted to experience what birth felt like I I mean as like painful as everyone makes it out to be um, I was like I just want to know I just want to know what it feels like and I kind of wanted that as I said in Archer's episode, messy hormonal crying moment after you like deliver your baby and right. it's on your chest and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so wonderful. Just and yeah, 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 kind of that thing. So all along, that was kind of just what my like goal in a sense was for going unmedicated. So due to some other complications, I did not with my first again think that was the perfect situation for that experience. Um, but even after having an epidural, which was wonderful, but I was like, I still, I still want to try to go unmedicated. I feel like you had part of your story that like, wasn't, you still wondered, there was still that part of you that was like, okay, this, I can acknowledge that birth was great and what it needed to be, but I still ultimately want to experience this. Exactly. And I feel like a lot of, a lot of that too, is that and I'm not going to go too much into his story, but with Archer, I had to be on medications that didn't allow me to get out of my bed. Just other complications where at the same time, I feel like I didn't even have a chance to 
implement some of the like tools and techniques and stuff that I had practiced and prepared for leading up to delivery. Like birth stories will go off off course. Yeah. Bethany's derailed. It got <laughs> turned upside down and shaken. With archers? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. with archer, I yeah, should say. Yeah, um, A little bit with Ayla, too. But, um, so, yeah, a, a part of that was also that I feel like I didn't even have a chance to put into practice anything that I was practicing. Um, and so, with Ayla, um, fairly normal, regular pregnancy, but similar to what happened with my first with archer, um, literally right around the same time at my 37 week appointment, um, my blood pressure started to go up again. You're thinking, oh no. Yep. And, um, so with my first pregnancy, I had severe preeclampsia. They knew that going into this pregnancy. Um, so they were kind of watching me a little bit more. I think they say with second pregnancies, normally there's like a 30% chance that you'll get preeclampsia again. Mm -hmm. And if you do, it normally happens later on. So I was hopeful that with my first pregnancy, uh, it happened at 37 weeks. I was like, maybe it'll just be like past, like later on. Again, still thankful that it was full term basically Mm -hmm. and everything, but was hoping that I would just bypass it this time. But literally same exact time, 37 weeks, my blood pressure started going up again. And at this point, again, I'm still hoping for like a spontaneous birth, unmedicated, all the things. Um, this time around, I took a different, I, I took an unmedicated birthing course, my first pregnancy, um, and felt like it was helpful, but I kind of wanted to try something different this time. And so I actually took, if you haven't heard of it, I took a birthing course called pain-free birth, um, by Karen Welton. And, um, it's like just very invasive. It is kind of like faced faith-based, but just goes into depth so much more on like the hormones and biology behind labor and delivery. Um, Again, brings in kind of like this faith aspect of it and just kind of like trusting your body, what it's made to do, goes into like the oxytocin, all the stuff that's involved in labor and delivery. And so I felt like even more prepared and Mm -hmm. empowered taking that course very much recommend it. The idea behind it is kind of that birth does not have to be this painful thing. Um, kind of, I guess, in a sense, when you prepare for it and um, look at it differently, it does not have to be a painful, kind of horrible experience that a lot of people, I think, make it out to be. Um, so having taken that this go around too, I felt so much more prepared um, for labor and delivery. But when I got to that 37 week appointment, the blood pressure was high again. I was like, uh Oh, I'm hoping this will not be anything like what happened the last time. Um, so they, at this point are monitoring me. Um, and again, know that I had preeclampsia with my first, um, I'm expressing, Hey, I'm hoping to go spontaneous. I don't want to have to be induced again, all the things. Um, and so, Um, Again, I think that was my 37-week appointment. They asked me to come back in a few days to um, monitor my blood pressure again. Um, At the next visit, it was still high. At this point, I'm also monitoring at home. But at that second follow-up, they were like, "Um, you know what, go home, monitor it over the weekend. If it starts spiking, call us. So I go home, monitoring it at home with a blood pressure cuff, and 
it's high again. So I call the doctors and say, hey, you know, it is elevated. Um, you know, like, what do you want me to do? They asked me to, I feel like this is already going so fast and it's only going to get faster, <laughs> but <laughs> they asked me to um, go to the hospital just for some monitoring. Mm-hmm. They want to monitor the baby a little bit more closely. In my mind, I'm kind of like preparing that, hey, I'm going to go in. They're probably going to be like, you're getting induced. They're probably going to ask me to stay. I'm not going to get to come back home if it's high. So we even like brought our hospital bags and everything, kind of knowing the routine a little bit more with preeclampsia and everything like that. Um, So we brought our bags to the hospital, but we just go to like triage where they hook up the monitors to my belly and everything like that. And, um, Ayla baby is doing fine. My blood pressure is elevated, but I think it like, if I remember correctly, kind of stayed around the one fifties, like high one forties. Um, and, uh, while I was hooked up to the monitors, I remember them actually telling me, Hey, it looks like you're actually having some like early labor contractions and I can remember kind of like feeling the pressure and everything and I was like oh that's cool I kind of just thought it was maybe like Braxton Hicks or like you know just like contractions I didn't really think it was like actual labor contractions yeah Yeah. um they ended up saying that uh it was something like I was like 37 weeks in I guess what is it like six days and the very next day I would be whatever the very next day I was going to be officially 38 weeks and so they were like we're going to send you home, keep an eye on it. But then tomorrow with you technically being 38 weeks, I, I can't remember if that's when they could like actually diagnose me with preeclampsia or it was something like that, that, that 38 week made deadline a made a difference. So they were like, we're actually going to send you home, which I was really glad mm-hmm. um, to be able to get sent home. Um, and they were like, again, just to keep an eye on it tomorrow, call us if it gets elevated. Most likely if it does, you'll be coming in for an induction. Um, so I'm 38 weeks. Um, I go home again. I'm at all costs, like really hoping to not have to so do an said, induction. Sorry. You yeah. said you're 38 weeks. Yes. But this is the same day, right? So um, you're still 37.6 or is this? Next day. Next, it day. Is the next day. Yeah. So okay. I go home that night of 37 weeks, six, whatever. Sorry. No, you're <laughs> fine. I'm, I probably not even making sense. Um, go home the next day. I am 38 weeks. Um, and am just watching my blood pressure very closely. I remember we even had my mother-in-law come over because we were like, you know, we have Archer at home and we were like, I don't know. Most likely I was fully expecting my blood pressure to be up. So Mm -hmm. I was like, most likely we're going to go in. Do you want to just like kind of come over and like be prepared? Yeah. You're on call, Joy. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And so my blood pressure was up again. I think it was like high high 140s and if I recall correctly they were like if it's over 145 or something like give us a call but at this time I had also kind of like started noticing that like in the middle of the day it would be higher Mm -hmm. like my numbers in the morning were low then it would peak kind of middle of the day and then go back down and so there was also kind of something in me that was like hey just kind of like wait it out because my numbers (laughs) were definitely like the 145 which it's they told me like you knew how to cheat the system yeah yeah <laughs> like well I was like maybe if I can just give it some time to see if it goes back down like whatever my numbers were at one point what they were when the doctor told me to call like call if it's at this number yeah. and it was but I was like I'm just gonna wait and see because I feel right. like it normally peaks at this time of the day so 
um, little TMI, but I don't care because I love vulnerability. But I think it was like 12 o'clock. I should also mention that my mother-in-law has left at this point. I think she, if I like, I think we sent her home because we were like, we're just going to kind of try to wait it out. We'll call you this evening if, you know, we end up calling the hospital and going in. But we're like, you go home, like rest up. I think everything's okay right now. So she has gone home. But I, I remember it was like 12 o'clock. Um, my husband and I, I was like, let's try to get labor going because, Again, I want to do this spontaneous. I don't want to have to get induced again. Um, and so we had sex, which is, if you don't know, a great way to start labor I heard sometimes. Like the yeah, yeah. There's lots of other methods, but definitely one that you can try. Um, I think my husband felt a little bit used, but I was like, hey, <laughs> let's go. Let's try to get this baby out. Not that it's an issue for him. Anyways, getting too much down that road. Um, so, But I do remember at 12 o'clock we had sex. And I remember feeling contractions like literally shortly after that. Um, but since I was induced my first time, I did feel contractions. But I didn't really necessarily know what like early labor felt like. Like or I was like, like the different phases. Exactly. Like at what point is this worth going exactly, in? Exactly. Like. Is it four one one or five one one? Some people say, yeah, I've heard three one one and four one one, but it's like either three one one or four one one, which is if you're having contractions consistently four minutes apart, lasting one minute for, for one hour. hour. Yes. Yeah, and that's exactly what my midwife and everybody had told me to kind of pay attention to as well. So I that day I had downloaded the app. I think shortly after um, the incident with my husband. <laughs> I (laughs) downloaded the app because I remember feeling tightening and I was like, oh, okay, like this is, this is a contraction. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty confident in that. But again, I like, I've heard of like false labor and all those sorts of things. Anyways, I remember feeling contractions. I think it was like maybe about an hour and then, um, they went away looking back now. I did go upstairs and take a bath because I remember at the same time, feeling like very tired like feeling very tired and so I was like maybe I'll just go try and take a bath and I know that if you get in water or even like hot water sometimes that can help your contractions and sometimes can even slow them down Mm -hmm. so looking back I'm like that's probably what it was because they did Mm -hmm. yeah they did kind of go away for a little bit and I want to say it was at four o'clock when they I started feeling them again Mm -hmm. and I remember like laying on the couch I had my app timer I was timing them, and I remember I was, like, literally so tired, I was, like, falling asleep in the middle of contractions. Which is also, like, okay, how far can I be? Because yes. you wouldn't sleep. I mean, you were talking about in Archer's birth yeah. story, you, you would have been girl. Yeah, you know, yeah, like. yeah. Uh, and exactly, and that's it. So I'm, like, okay, like, I mean, I'm feeling them, but it's not intense enough that I, like, can't. I mean, you're literally yes, sleeping through exactly. It. <laughs> you would think if it was a real thing, I wouldn't be able to sleep. And I had heard about people, like, sleeping in the middle of contractions. I was like, what is that? Anyways, I'm timing them at the same time, literally falling asleep for, like, maybe a minute in between. But my contractions would be, like, six minutes apart, then five, maybe four, but, like, just kind of all over the place. Yeah, so, again, nothing consistent. I had that 411, like, ingrained in my mind because I also had planned to try and stay at home and labor as long as possible, if at all possible. You did it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I should also mention, I, at this point, I was working with a doula as well, which I did with Archer as well. And I don't think I mentioned that in his, but I'm working with a doula. So I'm also kind of like keeping her in the loop and like wondering like when or if I should and call her thing. over. Sorry. But when you have that professional there, it's like even more affirmation because it's yeah. like, she's done this way more times than I have. Yeah. 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 And 
Um, again, I think I was like so scared of like going to the hospital and then being like, go back home. Like right. I again, just had heard all these stories about that happening to people. So I'm timing them, falling asleep between them. And I think they kind of like come and go a little bit, but definitely I recall by like six o'clock, um, I was just feeling so tired. Um, so I went and laid down in bed, um, and was listening to my Christian hypnobirth tracks. And I was like, I remember like kind of shaking. Um, I remember having to use a bathroom a lot, um, and was just trying to like rest. And I had, I was feeling the contractions. They were definitely getting a little bit more intense to the point where I was kind of having to like breathe through them again I'm laying down so I was like trying to relax and everything trying to do my breathing techniques but I still was like is this like I think maybe I knew I was like in labor but I was waiting for that moment to be like the 411 like time to go to the hospital and again at this point like some were four some were three but then some were six Mm -hmm. and so I was like no but it's not four minutes consistently for an hour so yeah just to show you like sometimes those can be like misleading because you especially like the type a Mm -hmm. I have a plan (laughs) follow the rules people yeah I was like 411 exactly I was like waiting for that literally exactly four minutes and they were lasting I would say about a minute um if not like a little bit under but I you know going from like five to three to six, I was like, okay, this isn't it. Like it's not 411. Um, But I think you also should definitely pay attention to like the intensity of the contractions. But I'm laying in bed, listening to my tracks, just trying to relax myself. I remember like shaking, which in hindsight, I didn't realize can be a sign of early labor, Hmm. Um, especially all like having to go to the bathroom a whole bunch can also be another sign. Um, Again, I didn't know these things because it did not happen spontaneously for me the first time. Um, I remember calling my husband into the bedroom. He came to check on me. I remember crying just because I was so exhausted. And, you know, it was like not even, I would say, like intense, intense labor. But it was definitely, again, I'm having to focus. I'm having to breathe a little bit. I'm having to rest. I just remember crying, thinking like, why am I so tired? And I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to do this unmedicated because I'm already exhausted. Because this is early labor, right? So it's like... Exactly. And he came in and prayed over me and it was just the sweetest, sweetest moment. Um, Anyways, I guess, I guess I laid in bed for probably about an hour, if not a little bit longer, again, just trying to relax and rest. And then I remember by, by at least eight o'clock... I get up, walk into the living room, the living room, and I think my contractions were picking up in, t- in intensity as well as getting like fairly consistently more like four and three minutes apart, and it kind of shifted fairly quickly. Um, but um, so I walk into the living room and I'm like, "Hey, honey, I think it's time to go to the hospital." I'm like, "Call your mom." Um, we actually called our brother and sister-in-law who lived like a few houses down. We were like have them come over until your mom gets here. I was like, I think we need to go to the hospital. Surely enough, like as soon as I say that, I walk back into the bedroom to like get ready and my water breaks. And I'm like, okay. And I am also GBS positive again at this point, which they say when your water breaks, you need to go to the hospital right away. So no dilly dallying. And Can I so, cut you off right yeah. there? Sorry. Um, again, because the first time with Archer, you're like laying in a bed. It's a little bit different. Yeah. Was it like a gush? Was it very obvious that it was your water, you know? Yeah, like, or, okay. it was It was the same sensation. I explain it as like it feels like a water balloon popping inside. So and there you was can, no mistake. Yeah, you could almost hear like the pop and the and there was a gush. And I was like, okay, yeah, that was, that was my water. For me, I ended you up did. leaking amniotic fluid a little bit. Yeah. I don't think I mentioned this in Indy's story either, but I did. 
And I remember being so nervous because I was like, I'm not going to go to the ER for them to tell me that I just peed myself. Yeah. Or it's like, yeah, is it fluid? Is it your water breaking? Is it, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I know. I know there can be some like discrepancy there, but for me, it was very clear. I I recall it feeling the exact same way with Archer, which was one thing I did like know and experience. And so I was like, all right, babe, (laughs) literally my water broke eight o'clock. I was like, let's go to the hospital. We were getting ready. Eight, 10 water broke. And I was like, all right. I called the hospital. I was like, hey, water broke. We're headed there right now. Told my doula. I was like, we're water broke. Told my parents. I was like, told everyone we're heading to the hospital. Um, so we, at this point too, as soon as my water breaks, I mean, I remember having to tell my husband, let's go to the hospital. I'm kind of like breathing through them like, honey, okay, I think we need to go. Water breaks. But then immediately it's like, okay, things picked up. Kind of like Archer, well, though, Yeah, right? yeah, literally almost the exact same thing. Picked up instantly. So we get into the car, and we're literally just waiting for our brother and sister-in-law to get there before we pull out of the driveway because our son is upstairs sleeping. Um, and so we get in the car. I am, I remember, like, vividly putting on, I grab my phone, I put on my birthing song that I have, planned I put that on the dashboard I am like holding on if you're watching on YouTube you can see all my emotions <laughs> she's demonstrating I'm, <laughs> I'm getting into position no but I'm like holding on to like the door handle thing up there and again it's just like so so intense up until this point I felt like I was able to manage them in terms of like my breathing and my focus but then they were like back to back and I was like oh like <laughs> all I could do is go oh my god it's like so intense the urge to push was uncontrollable literally don't even feel like I was pushing it was just like she was doing all the work Mm -hmm. and I like couldn't not do it um so this is all happening my brother and sister-in-law arrive my husband pulls out of the driveway and I am like pull back into the driveway call the ambulance this baby is coming I could feel like again I was like I was basically pushing and she was pushing and I was like this baby is coming it's right like now. It's like your body was doing it with exactly. or without your mind on board. Yeah. It was happening. They call it like the fetal eject response. Yeah. F-E-R. And that's literally exactly what it was. And again, I like up until this point, I felt like I experienced some of that with Archer, but like that pushing. And that was again, something I felt with him when I was getting the epidural. And, and then I was like, Oh my gosh, like literally that was what I was feeling with him. And I didn't even realize it. Right. I was very close, but anyways. Um, and so I'm like, this baby's coming you know, pull back into the driveway, call the ambulance. So my husband pulls back into the driveway. Um, I, again, am basically just kind of like laboring down this baby in the passenger seat. My husband is still in the driver's seat. My brother and sister-in-law are inside, like looking at us through the window, like what's happening. Um, Why are they back? (laughs) Yeah. The ambulance gets there very quickly. I remember them coming out. Uh, they were about to walk into the house and we're like, no, we're still here in the car. I couldn't even like get up and get out and into the house because I was like, I, they were, I was basically pushing. Um, and they, I remember they get there. The guy says, all right, all right. Just try not to bear down. Try not to bear down. And Easy I'm like, for you to say, sir. And also I'm like, I don't think you realize this baby is coming. Right. Um, and my husband is just like, I don't know what to do. He's like shining his phone light. What do I do with my hands? I know. It's, again, it's like 8 p.m. So it's like dark outside in February and it's cold. Were any of your neighbors out or anything? No, I don't think so. One of my coworkers did drive by though. And she was like, I saw ambulances at your house. Are you all right? Anyways. I'll get to what happens, but no. Um, so they get there. I remember he said, him saying, try not to bear down. And literally, I think they were there maybe a minute. 
I vividly remember TMI again. My husband had to like pull my underwear down because he was, he could see the baby coming. And I basically pushed her head out because I couldn't control it. I'm still in the passenger seat, pushed her head out. I think I like grabbed her shoulders, the EMT or whoever it is, basically helped me catch her. Assisted. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Catch her after I pushed her out. And again, they had been there maybe a minute or two. Insane. I don't think they realized how what was happening. So she was born 8.25. So by the time my water broke, it was 15 minutes later that she was born. That's so crazy. Even if we had left, like right when my water broke, we would probably still be having that baby like in the parking lot of the hospital. I don't think you would have made it to the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. But I was like... the gas station. I know. I didn't... I, the thing was, I didn't want to be, like, driving on the road no, having I the baby. No, I totally understand. So, yeah, I was like, just go back in the driveway, call the ambulance. And at least you could have delivered it an ambulance. Like, yes, that's yes, more practical yes. than... And there's, like, people there. And I will also say that we were really hoping to not have to have an ambulance well, We made a joke of it. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. We were like, maybe just don't get an ambulance this time, Bethany. Yeah, so listen to Archer's story if you haven't, but there was an ambulance involved in that one too. So it's like, regardless, I'm just known to ride in ambulances. Well, and it's okay though, because ambulances are super cheap. Yeah, super. It's Very great. Very affordable. It's great. I saved some money without having to deliver at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, she came out 825. I just remember feeling immediate relief. Like, I remember feeling so good that I was like, I think I could get up and run a mile right now. Like, compared to the pressure, yeah, and the adrenaline and the intensity of just before that moment, I felt so much relief. I felt so great. And I just remember, like, literally pulling her out in my hands and seeing her and immediately thinking, oh, my gosh, she's so beautiful. And then I think there was, like, a few minutes where we were all just sitting there like, what just happened? Yeah, (laughs) like, what in the world? Um, and the EMT people or whatever, like, all right, we got to like cut the cord. Everything just happened so quick. They're like on the, um, whatever, not the monitor, but walkie talkie, whatever. They're like, all right, we have two patients now. There is no longer just one patient. There's like two patients now. Anyways, we were sitting there for a little bit. They take Ayla from me to go get her warmed, perfectly healthy, everything, they take her into the ambulance where Josh got to see her. They were kind of just like waiting to see if I delivered the placenta. Mm-hmm. Did not happen there. Ended up take, having it delivered at the hospital. Anyways, I in in the car, I remember literally like two minutes after it happened, calling my mom and be like, Mom, I just delivered a baby in the car. Did she think you were kidding? Or was she, she thought I was kidding. Josh messaged our like family group and was like, uh, had the baby in the car and they all thought he was like kidding, yeah. joking. And th- I was like, no mom, I <laughs> literally just had the baby in the car. And I think I texted you guys probably not too long after and said, might've just had a baby in I the car. I was going to say yes. <laughs> and then we were like, um, might have, yeah. but like we <laughs> were all literally you? like processing yeah. and no sooner than we get ready to reply, boom, there's a picture of you yep, in, the ambulance. in the ambulance with her. I so wish I had like picture and video of the moment but it was just if you're watching on youtube we'll put the ambulance picture on the screen so (laughs) but um yes so then after that we headed to the hospital they got her checked out she had to go in the NICU just for a little bit because they had to regulate her body temperature because she was out in the february winter cold air for a little while while we were all just trying to process what just happened um so it was very quick again um from when my water broke and in hindsight, again, I'm like, turns out I was in labor all day and just didn't necessarily know it. Right. I knew it, but also... Didn't um, realize how fast it was progressing. Exactly, exactly. And um, 
so just a few things about that to kind of wrap it up was that obviously I got to go unmedicated. Part of that was like I didn't even have the option for an epidural. <laughs> you that natural birth. Yes, but I, I kind of finally got that moment I wanted where it was like that messy hormonal holding my baby, like basically almost got to like deliver her myself. Um, I, I got that moment I had kind of wanted and like prayed for. You got and, a home birth, uh, not yeah. even just a natural. And, and, and I kind of like jokingly was like, I would have, I always would have loved to have a home birth but I never thought I could because I'm considered high risk. But in hindsight, God answered just like so, so many prayers and kind of like unique ways. Like even with Archer, um, one of the worst parts about being in the hospital was the IV. I literally hated it. That's silly. But like it was in my hand and uncomfortable and I couldn't change diapers or like hardly even nurse and all the I things. I think the IV hurt more than a spinal block. Yeah, it was just so annoying. I didn't even have to get an IV this time around. Like there was just so many little pockets of like, blessings that the Lord answered and I know that like every every birth experience isn't necessarily that way even if you're like praying and like asking the Lord for a specific outcome I know things can always look very different um but just in that moment he answered prayers in a way that I just didn't expect and um again I was so glad I got to like truly experience everything very raw and very really um but she was perfectly healthy I was perfectly healthy um got her regulated she was five pounds 11 ounces so she was still kind of small Mm -hmm. they said my placenta was still small because of the preeclampsia which I did have this time around but thankfully my body just went into labor for me before I had to get induced which was again just like another big answer to prayer if she hadn't come on that day most likely the next day I would have gone in for an induction and so it was crazy and wild and beautiful. It's probably my favorite story to tell. They had to get my car detailed after that. So For those of you just dying to know. Yes, yes. It was pretty messy. Pretty messy. But yeah, we got in the ambulance, took us to the hospital. Everything, praise the Lord, was healthy and safe. And very much am kind of considering just staying home next time. Because I'm That's like, if it, goes, if it goes that quick, I mean, might as well. I don't know. I was like, so what do you do next? Yeah. Where do you go from here? I don't really know. I'm like, not that I have to top it, but I don't know what you do after a car birth. So stay tuned whenever that comes around. (laughs) Yeah, that, it's funny because it's not clickbait. You literally had your baby in the car. Yeah. Like what you see on the TV shows. Yes. And a lot of that, again, I credit to kind of the research and time I spent doing the pain-free birth course and stuff like that. So if anybody has questions about the course or just I am by no means an expert in unmedicated labor, but if you have questions about tips or tricks or anything like that, you can ask us on here, ask us on Instagram, ask us on YouTube, wherever. Happy to answer any questions y'all might have. We will also be happy to link that course for you guys in the description if you're interested at all. Um, Mm -hmm. I personally did not use it, but um, (laughs) as you, if you've heard my story, you know why. But um Anyways, yeah. if it could be valuable to someone out there, feel free to use that link and yeah. have access to that course too. Yeah, by no means are we sponsored or anything. I just always recommend it to people if you're hoping to go unmedicated. It truly helped me. It was very different from my first course that I took um, and really recommend it. So thank you guys for listening and letting us share. Again, we hope it's like educational, but also entertaining for right. you. Yep. and. 
Again, if you haven't gone back to listen to the other stories, just to give you a little bit of insight, Riley's got a planned C-section story, which is incredible, very positive and encouraging. I also have a medicated high-risk pregnancy story in delivery. So there's a lot that you can listen to. Very different, but all, I think, overall really great experiences. So I think that officially wraps up all three birth stories. That was super, super fun. I'm glad we got to do that. Uh, Again, I hope you guys enjoyed and we'll see you for our next episode. Bye guys. Thanks for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to us, friend. If you felt encouraged by what you heard, please consider giving us a review wherever you listen to your podcast. Unless you hated it because like your mom always said, if you don't have anything nice to say, you don't say anything at all. And to officially join the motherhood, follow us on Instagram at themotherhood underscore moms. We always have ways to interact and we want to hear from you. Have a great week.